Well, for the second time, let me hold on. Let me turn all the lights on. Make it official. For the second time, mute everything here. For the second time, Warriors fans, we begin a post-game show in the postseason with five minutes left to play because this one, for all intents and purposes, is over. It is a 20-point lead for the Lakers, 450 remaining, and all I can tell you about the Warriors is the Warriors are dead. Long live the Warriors. We will put up a little blackened whiskey right from the rip. We will take a sip and say cheers to one of the single greatest dynasties the Bay Area has ever seen. And I'm putting that in a past tense, knowing that Steph Curry remains, knowing that with Steph Curry remaining, great things can still happen for this team. But for the first time in the dynasty, I don't think it's unreasonable for us to say that the formula of just run it back is going to be the right answer. The Warriors have quite an offseason coming up in front of them. Their future is not a dim or unbright future. They will be a playoff team next year. I believe that. But will they be a true contender to win a title again during Steph Curry's career? That is going to be up to an awful lot of decisions that need to be made around this team, around this team's other two future Hall of Famers, Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. Draymond Green has very much his own destiny in the palm of his own hand. He can opt back in for a year or he can opt out which could lead to him putting on another uniform for the first time in his career. It could also lead to him continuing with the Golden State Warriors in a multi-year deal after he opts out. Klay Thompson is now the big question mark. I don't know who would give Klay the max, and I do know that the Warriors cannot. If Klay is to remain, he is going to have to remain for a hometown discount because he is a different player than he used to be. There's just no other way to say it. Uh, Without this one going all the way final yet, I just want to click on the box score to see where we are on Clay's evening. With about four minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, things have not gone well. Clay, 3 of 19, 8 points, a team worst minus 31. I mean, what do you think the Warriors would actually do better with next year? Giving the job to Moses Moody or giving Clay Thompson a max contract? I know what decision I would make if it were mine. Again, this is not a time to be angry. Disappointment's unavoidable. Disappointment is the proper feeling for Warriors fans. It was a disappointing year and obviously a disappointing ending here. But it was also a writing was on the wall and the illusion of contention was one that they were good enough to present. But ultimately, the team you are at home might suggest the best of your abilities, but the team you are on the road 
is who you really fucking are on a basketball court. And the Warriors were beyond below average on the road this year. They were bad. I wouldn't say the Warriors were a bad team this year, but it was a wildly disappointing season, earmarked with rookie mistakes by a veteran team who, with a number of rotation choices, player choices, or just execution down the stretch, could have put themselves in position to have been a three-seed, a two-seed this year. It wouldn't have taken many more wins to have accomplished that. But it did not happen. I have poured a little blackened whiskey. The bottle is right here. And I want to say cheers and salute to all Warriors fans who just got served up one of the greatest single decades any fan base has ever seen. Cheers to all of you, and cheers to the Warriors. But all good things in sports come to an end, and tonight feels like a chapter where things are certainly at the very, very beginning of the end, if not in the middle of the end, if not near the end, the end, the end. Nothing good lasts forever. Cheers. So disappointment is something that, you know, just can't be avoided. Disappointment is something that is a bona fide feeling for everyone. But I I ask you to just leave it at disappointment. I think any rational evaluation of what happened, who they were, a real look at this year speaks to this being a reality. And if you've been watching the show, Damon Bruce show here on the Plus. And I'm guessing many of you have, and thank you for that. If you've been listening on the podcast, um, I picked the Lakers tonight. I just thought it was going to be their night. I thought they approached game five with a sort of laissez-faire casual nature, and tonight they were going to throw their best punch at the Warriors, and I didn't think the Warriors on the road could necessarily withstand the Lakers' best punch. And sure enough, they did not. We got all the starters off the court tonight. The only thing that hasn't been decided is the final score, but the Golden State Warriors, for all intents and purposes, have been eliminated from the postseason. Two minutes until it becomes a total reality, but we all know it is a reality right now. Jonathan Kaminga is actually out on the court. So is Anthony Lamb. Uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. is out there. What is the offseason going to look like for Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga? These are going to be very interesting topics to follow along with. Uh, Let's see. We've got quite a few people weighing in already here on the the, uh, chat line. And Corey Cooper, first up to bat. Corey, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Ugly loss, big changes need to be made to this roster. And I do agree. I do agree. If not physical player changes, some philosophical changes, um, the Warriors' small ball lineup got absolutely hammered tonight. They got hammered early in in you know that crucial three, four minutes where you got three, four minutes here in this fourth quarter to make it a game again or not. They got hammered again. Their small lineup isn't what it used to be. 
And look, you know, someone said the dynasty's not over. You bring back Draymond, you bring back, you know, Steph. And look, Draymond and Steph are a combined, what, 68 years old. You know, it's hard to build around two guys who are that long in the tooth in this league. The league waits for no one. The league is ever-evolving. It is ever-getting more athletic with a faster pace and faster tempo. And it's impossible to ask a team that is built around two guys who, you know, are totally qualifying for the Grand Slam special at Denny's, the senior discount, to continue. Now, Steph Curry will be, you know, forever young for a long time. He is still a hell of a player, and his 32 points tonight are evidence of that. He didn't have the greatest shooting night, but he was trying to do it all on his own. Only one other warrior even bothered getting to double figures tonight, and it was Dante DiVincenzo, who had 16 off the bench. What a terrible night for Draymond Green, for Andrew Wiggins, who, you know, as soon as we found out that his ribs weren't what they were supposed to be, that was bad news right there. A staggeringly disappointing night for Clay Thompson. A staggeringly disappointing series for Clay Thompson. He is going to have an awful lot of trouble sleeping in the near future. It was rough for Clay. This entire series, he was a game worst minus 33 tonight, and we now do have a final. It's official. The dynasty's over. The dynasty is over because there cannot be a, philo- uh, a philosophy of run it back. The Warriors, as you knew them, have to evolve into a different version of them to really continue to threaten for championships during the remainder of Steph Curry's career. And this is now the goal, I believe, of the Golden State Warriors to do everything they can to put one more legitimate contender around Steph Curry and with max deals to Klay Thompson, that becomes an impossibility. You know, Dante DiVincenzo, okay this year, but are you bringing him back at an exorbitant price? I think the answer there is no. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough choices this offseason. For the very first time, the Warriors have been eliminated before the NBA Finals in the Steve Kerr era. Again, nothing lasts forever. We take another sip of the whiskey to acknowledge that truth and to also get us through this postgame show. Mm. that's good stuff just a couple of cubes in there the blackened is tasting very good tonight a cheers I thank you so very much JJ a salute from AJ Cruz and again pour one out for the dubs tonight yeah it feels like the team that we knew is now something different there is no doubt um, the Warriors are dead. Long live the Warriors. Look at my man Ike checking in. Andy's watching on Twitch. I appreciate that, Ike. By the way, the only reason, my friend, we don't have any sandwiches to flash tonight is because they're all gone. But I do want to thank you. Uh, not only did you feed the house today, but you fed Gianna's family as well. It was wonderful having Gianna in earlier today. Indeed. So Ike's, thank you. And our good friends at Blackened Whiskey, thank you indeed.
I'm happy to report more sponsors are starting to line up. The show is growing. This dynasty is just beginning. But for the Golden State Warriors, it feels like something different. And I'll tell you, you know, the something different that could really define the dynasty being over is I can't imagine this dynasty existing without Bob Myers, who, you know, for every questionable you didn't like a decision, made another decision that extended a period of success that is, you know, unheard of really around this league to sustain success for as long as the Warriors have with their only failures really being earmarked by catastrophic injury. Um, it's, it's wildly impressive what they have maintained, what they have sustained to be a really good team in this league that is threatening legitimately for titles unless some terrible injury occurs is remarkable. It's really remarkable. Again, it's been a hell of a run. You're allowed to be disappointed tonight. You're allowed to be upset tonight. But angry, like I'm seeing, you know, just childish reactions on Twitter that are, you know, fuck Steve Kerr and the Warriors are fucking done and wow, embarrassing and all this. Look, I, I, I know you just started watching basketball a few years ago, but this is nothing to be embarrassed about. This is the natural life cycle of competition playing out. I guess the sting is the fact that you're watching, you know, the NBA's oldest entity in LeBron James, who is being buoyed by a level of Anthony Davis right now, who is playing fantastically. Um, you know, it, it, it feels rough that, you know, a, a team that feels as old as you beat a team like you. But it, it the truth is the, the Lakers role players aren't this collection of, you know, trying to re-earn their statuses in the league. There, there's some good role players now built, and Rob Palenka did a hell of a job remaking this team on the fly. The Golden State Warriors made no move at the deadline that significantly changed the arc of their season. You know, getting rid of James Wiseman and turning that asset into assets that became Gary Payton II you know, immediately was served with an injury that basically rendered him useless for the remainder of the regular season when the Warriors really needed a little kick in the pants. And by the time he got his sea legs underneath him, it felt like it was kind of too late. And look, Gary Payton is a good player. He's a good story. He's a very good defender. But to count on him as a starter in a playoff series is is a little bit wishful thinking. And, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting this on Gary Payton in any way. He did his job to the best of his abilities. I don't think that there's anything to be angry about in him either. But to miscast him as your, you know, a starter against the Lakers in the playoffs, it's a little bit of a, it's a little, a little bit of a reach, to be completely honest. And I don't think that it is a, a reach to say that, you know, Clay Thompson has officially regressed as a player. You know, the best of Clay Thompson might rear its head, but he can no longer summon it when he need it. Believe me, if he could, he would have against this Lakers series. We know how much this meant to him, and it's got to be wildly frustrating. But the Warriors, as ESPN is flashing the stat here, this is their first playoff series without a road win since the 2007 conference semifinals. 
It's a long time. It's a long time to post that many road wins in the playoffs. 28 consecutive series. An NBA record 28 consecutive series posting a road win. But that has come to an end, and so is the Warriors' season. If you had brunch plans for Mother's Day and you're a Warriors fan, you can now keep those. You do not have to cancel brunch with mom because the Warriors will be playing on Mother's Day. They will not be. (coughs) This also, you know, for the Lakers going forward, buys them some very valuable and needed rest before they take on the Denver Nuggets. We saw the Miami Heat qualify for the Eastern Conference Finals, and we're going to have a Game 7 between the Celtics and Sixers to round out the NBA's Final Four. It's a shame that the Warriors... <coughs> Pardon me. Need a little sip of water. Not just the whiskey. It's a shame that the Warriors couldn't uh, join the Final Four, but honestly, I don't think that they were going to have much success in the Final Four of the NBA. Again, they're just right now a little too old, a little too small, a little too tired, a little too tested, a little bit too much tread off the tires with key pieces no longer able to perform the way the Warriors need these key pieces to perform to be the Warriors that we know and remember. (coughs) Pardon me. You know... Someone says here, you know, Damon, F it, I'm angry. Y- you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be angry. If you understand the natural life cycle of competition, everything that you needed to know about this game, all the data points were in front of you, and if you're angry, it's because you you sort of ignored them. Again, the team you are at home shows you the most lofty of your abilities, who you could possibly be. But the team you are on the road is who you are. And the Warriors have been an underachiever on the road all year, so you should not be surprised or angry that in the biggest moment of the year they underachieved. And that's really what happened. Were the Lakers good tonight? Yes, the Lakers were good tonight. But I don't think that this series was defined by their excellence more than it was defined by the Warriors' inability to get it done. I mean that's just that that's where that's that's where this whole thing lies. Um and I don't mean lies like tells the truth. I mean the the, the truth is in the data points. All year long. All year long the data points were they're not good enough to do this. It's kind of amazing how far they went given all of that to be honest with you. I mean I I know it feels like they've underachieved but in a weird sort of bizarro world they they sort of overachieved especially with you know Andrew Wiggins vanishing for 2 months with very little explanation to be offered um the frustration is real the frustration is real the disappointment is real but i ask you as a mature sports fan to 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 drop your anger off at the reality that is how things work in, in, in sports. Could they have made a move that might have prevented this? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Corey Cooper says, what about Poole's crazy bad contract? Uh, the bigger question is, what about Poole? 
because that contract, as bad as it might seem right now, kind of locks him into a level of movable that might be possible. Um, he will be making an awful lot of money. There are teams who will look at him, still see a young enough, raw enough player, and think we could fix that to where there might be interest. I wonder if he, he, he isn't lost, though, in terms of, of being a Golden State Warrior. And I feel the same way about Kaminga. Thank you very much. Wayne Wong in the Super Chat. Five spotter. Appreciate it very much. Very, very much appreciate that. But it is, uh, it's a night where, you know, again, just reality is setting in. Reality is setting in. The aging process is a cruel thing, especially to NBA teams especially to NBA teams. This is a young man's league. It's a young man's game. What will Joe Lacob do? Allen. I uh, I know that he will spend money if he thinks he's got a chance to win. The question is, does Joe Lacob really think he has a chance to win with this team? Again, for the first time, the way that I am, uh, the, the, the way that I see this, the way that I believe there is some truth to the dynasty being over is, and I'm not saying Curry's ability to compete is over or the Warriors' ability to compete is over. That That's not over. <clears throat> Tickle in the back of the throat. There's just no way to, uh, to pretend that, that that doesn't exist. But look, hey, run it back. Can't be this offseason. You can't run this back and expect this to get better at, at, at the at the at the cycle of where this team is. You can't. You can't expect to just run this back, no problems. I don't think that this is false. This is from Nick J. Game six clay, rest in peace. Yeah, you know, to say game six clay. You're saying that, you know, when it when the chips are down, Clay Thompson is just going to summon this incredible performance and there's nothing to worry about. That's that's no longer the truth of Clay Thompson. Can he become incendiary? Can he have those nights that make you remember game six clay? The answer is yes. When you shoot as well as he does, there will be a night or two that make you say, it's still clay. But that is now the illusion. The truth is he will not be that more often than that. And again, there's no reason to get mad. What he has been through from a rehab standpoint, it's amazing he's held on this long. It truly is. Drew, thank you very much. If only Clay was as good as Austin Reeves. I'll tell you what Austin Reeves has on Clay. He's got youth and he has a million less miles off the tires, off the tread on his tires. You know, again, you you can't blame Clay for wearing down given all that he's done, given all that he has accomplished, given all that he's been through physically. Again, anger and and and, and being upset are just the wrong ways to approach this as a rational sports fan. And I'm guessing that if you keep on coming back here to the Damon Bruce show, you're considering being a rational sports fan because this is not hot take city. This is not uh, inflammatory uh, sports talk. It will never be that. It will never be that. 
I'll tell you the real honesty on Clay Thompson is his days of being an effective starter are probably over and embracing a role as a sixth man will probably do more to extend his career with some quality attached to it than, than maybe anything else. Role player clay. He's not going to, he's not, not going to want to, uh, He's not going to want to deal with that reality, but I think it's a, a little bit of a reality for, for Clay at this point. Derek is saying, we rooting for Denver now, folks? Well, I know if you're a Warriors fan, you can't just pivot and root for the Lakers. That's kind of how that goes. Although, I tell you, what LeBron is doing is staggering. What LeBron is doing is staggering giving where he is in his life cycle. Uh, I, I I don't think I can root for the Lakers, but I can't root against LeBron. He's just meant too much to this league. But, you know, if Jokic and the Denver Nuggets reach the NBA Finals, if somehow, some way, Embiid and the Sixers go on the road and win Game 7, that's going to be a fascinating matchup. We'll see what the Celtics end up doing to protect their home court. But yeah, given all things considered, given the fact that the Denver Nuggets have never won shit, I think you got to root for them if you need a team to go for right now. Feels like big changes are going to come, though, to the Golden State Warriors. There's just no way around that. I, I don't think so. Um, it's uh, it's it's it shouldn't be surprising. Again, the outcome here should not be surprising. It just shouldn't be. This is an outcome the Warriors said would be coming to you all year. All year long, they said, this is what we might do when the chips are down. And sure enough, you know, they did it. Uh, the exact start that the Warriors needed tonight was not what they got. The exact opposite of how they needed to start is what they got. The Lakers just came right out and fucking hammered their small ball lineup. Just took it right to him. Uh, looked like Wiggins got LeBron on the hand early. You know, the hand's part of the ball. An early cheapies got LeBron going in the line. Two quick ones on Gary Payton the second. Sort of muted his ability to play the way he wanted to throughout the night. Nine early for LeBron, who opened up three for three from the floor. I mean, the Lakers were up 18-9, to nine, then 22-9, to nine, then 24-9. to nine. Then you got Draymond with a turnover. It's 27 to 10. The Lakers start the game 9 to 12 from the field after an Austin Rivers three. The Warriors open up four for 19. They put themselves in a hole that they just didn't have the firepower to get out of. Did not have the firepower to get out of tonight. Uh, you know, the Warriors' defensive problems have been well documented. Their offensive problems are now something that needs to be addressed, and they have offensive problems. They are not who they used to be offensively. 
Free throws early on. It was Lakers 15, Warriors 5, some stupid fouls, a couple cheapies along the way. An 8 nothing Warriors run actually made it a five-point game at the end of the first quarter, and the Warriors should have been down 20 right there. You had Clay missing a runner to start the second quarter. He starts the game one of ten. One of the only reasons why the Warriors were, you know, suggesting they might get back into this game is because of Dante DiVincenzo, who made his second corner three, coming with eight off the bench early. Um, Clay is in the air ball portion of his evening in the final seconds. Austin Reeves, you got him jacking up shots from half court on the run and hitting them. I mean, you knew right there, right? When Austin Reeves knocked down that half-court shot right before halftime, it just, you know, certain signs in the world that it ain't going to be your night. Austin Reeves hitting runners, just flushing them, straight up schwack them from the half-court is a sign that it ain't going to be your night. And it wasn't the Warriors' night. The fact that they were shooting 33%, While the Lakers had shot 12 more free throws and were shooting 54% from downtown, the fact that the Warriors were only 33% from the floor and down just 10 at the half felt like a miracle. Just felt like a miracle that they were only down 10 at the half. Third quarter gets underway and bad things continued early for the Warriors. You just saw it. A 14-7 Lakers run opened up the third quarter. Uh, 28 minutes of basketball and only two Warriors reached double figures, and I do believe here at the end of the game, that's the way it remained. Yeah, only two Warriors. Curry's 32 and DiVincenzo's 16. Only two Warriors reached double figures. Again, tough night for Draymond. Tough night for Wiggins. Tough series. Brutal night for Clay Thompson. Lakers, it's L.A.'s largest lead of the game. It's now 19 points. At one point in time, Draymond was minus 32. Klay Thompson was minus 24. Maybe the only real odd moment of the game is when Das Floppen, that's my nickname for Dennis Schroeder, Das Floppen, Das Floppen picks up a second tech after Draymond like mushed him right in the face with the ball. Uh, That was a... uh, Oh, by the way, hold on, I want to pause this real quick because, you know, just looking at some financial realities here uh, for Draymond Green with notable contract futures here. So uh, three years and $167 million remaining for Steph Curry, who's going to be, you know, banking north of, what, you know, $59 million at the very end of that deal. Uh, Jordan Poole has four years and $128 million on his contract starting next year. Andrew Wiggins, four years, $109 million. Clay Thompson, one year, $43 million. And Draymond Green, one year, $28 million. He has the ability to opt out. Jerry says the dynasty is dead. Long live the dynasty. Well, cheers to that, Jerry. Little Blacken's going to help me through this night. We'll help you through yours, too. Drink responsibly, kids. And root responsibly. And look, the reason why I think Jerry is right here again is because it's just, it's not time. It's not time to run this back. To say the dynasty is intact, what you mean is you don't change a thing, you just bring it on back. 
It is not a bring it on back situation anymore. Andy with the super chat dropping a 20 spot in the jar. Thank you so very, very much. The Shaw. There you go. Putting a dime bag in the ganja jar. Thank you very much, Shaw. Ganja jar is going to need to get a workout at some point here, right? Woo. That was tough, boys and girls. That was tough. My fourth quarter notes, I mean, there's really even nothing to even get into because L.A. built a significant lead all night long, and every single time the Warriors even tried to crack off something that looked or felt like a run, every single time that that happened, every single time that that happened, you just had the Lakers holding them off. The Lakers absorbed everything that might have looked like a run. Timestamp asks a very good question. Timestamp says, what happened to February Clay? February Clay was fantastic. One of the great shooting months of his career. And you know what happened to February Clay? Because February Clay was so good, March, April, and May Clay were tired. You know, Clay is a a load managed guy. That's why, seriously, his future may lie as a sixth man. You know, logging fifteen to eighteen minutes a night, not twenty four to thirty two minutes a night. He's just too inconsistent now. I mean, Clay Thompson eats for free the rest of his life here in the Bay Area. Again, getting mad at Clay Thompson is a ridiculous reaction to 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 the end here. You know, none of this dynastic run happens without Clay Thompson. None of it. I mean, obviously it's all built around Curry. We all know that and Draymond plays a huge role that will, you know, be studied and looked at and defined and figured out forever you know clay thompson is equally a a completely underrated player and a a sort of an overrated player all at the same time he had nine points and nine rebounds tonight and he didn't play with much intensity in this series he had a good game five his best game in the series was game five where he decided that he was going to come out and try to score the ball um but it, it, it just, you know, the best of this team is now in its rearview mirror. Thank you, Damon. Again, we're just trying to be real here. We're trying to be real. We're trying to explain what happened. We're trying to be appreciative of it all at the same time. Again, you know, it's the, the old Vin Scully line. Don't be mad that it's over. Be happy that it happened at all. And I think that that's very fair. You want to get angry at the Golden State Warriors? Go back to, you know, Ike Diagu. Go back to the Dunmurphy sisters and tell me that this was bad. Come on. We know where this started. We know where it went. And you can't stay, you know, you can't stay on top of the rainbow forever. You eventually slide off the rainbow. 
Thank you very much. Never go full Jeff. Said, that comment pissed me off enough to pay just to say that Clay is cool, he's good and bad. He wanted this too much. I, I think that there's some truth there. I think that Clay got in his own mind a little bit here. 42 to 14 free throws, is that where it ended up tonight? Again, we kept on saying that the Warriors will not be competing in any team where there is a, in any game, I should say, where there is a massive free throw disparity. And indeed, yeah, 42 Laker free throws, 14 for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Flopping does need to be addressed, but, you know, even if the Warriors played this or the Lakers played it straight up, I, I don't know if the Warriors summon themselves past this Lakers team. They're just different. They're not who they used to be. Who among us is? Who among us really is? So we'll see what Bob Myers' futures hold. We will see what uh, what Clay Thompson's futures, what his future holds. We'll see what Draymond Green's future looks like. Um, lots of big decisions. Lots of big decisions coming up for the Golden State Warriors who see their record when facing elimination since 2015 drop to 8-3. and three. Not bad. Not bad at all. But reality is what happened. The Lakers caught up to the Warriors. Reality caught up to the Warriors. The aging process catched up with the Warriors. Their disconnect caught up with them. And, you know, Bill Simmons, I saw that he, you know, was talking about how he was at game four sitting, you know, close to the Warriors' bench and he just kept on watching their body language. And he insists that, you know, the truth of what went wrong this year will probably be unveiled by someone who starts talking, and that someone will probably either be Draymond Green or Andre Iguodala. Look, if Andre Iguodala can go ahead and explain what went wrong with the Warriors, he will have fucking contributed for the first time this whole year. You want to talk about a waste of space. Andre Iguodala was a mega waste of space this entire year. He gobbled up a roster spot that could have gone to somebody, anybody else. And if you're telling me that having him on the bench is this level of invaluable advice that would benefit the Warriors, I'm going to tell you all of his advice went in one ear, out the other, and they sucked all year with all the advice he was pouring in their ears. This team doesn't need advice. They need players. They need some youth. Every time Damon sips, we sip with you. All right, Vince, here comes another. Starting to catch up here to uh, real time on the uh, uh, on the chat. There will be no club plus tonight. We were gonna should there have been a win, we would have opened up the club plus. Another completely random dollar amount. Love you, skills. Thank you very much. Who's dropping eleven ninety two in the jar? As a thirty one year Warrior fan, part of me feels wrong for being upset over a second round loss when there were so many years of second round losses that would have even been amazing. <laughs> Here's some money. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I guess this is talking about uh, uh, Clay saying, but Damon he refuses to come off the bench. Well, 
I don't think necessarily, you know, the players get to call the shots anymore. Things are different now. My man Chuck. Slipping in a fin. Thank you very much. Glad we have the plus so we can hear the voice of reason. That's what I'm trying to be. Again, I know a lot of people are chapped. A lot of people are are upset. Upset is fine. Upset is the proper, totally acceptable reaction to this. Angry and fuck Bob Myers and fuck Steve Kerr and all this stuff that I'm reading from the dumbest level of fan available to you on social media. Uh, Ignore that. Ignore that. You know, I know what bad coaching, I know what bad ownership, I know what bad GMs look like. The Warriors didn't hit shots. The Warriors didn't play enough defense. That's on the players. You can put that on coaching. You can put that through, you know, a lot of things. But I think you got to put it on the guys in that locker room. And if you want to talk about they didn't have the right guys in the locker room, okay. But, you know, on a team that did nothing all year, they're two games away from the Western Conference Finals in a weird way. Like I said, as disappointing as this is, as much of this is an underachievement, the truth is the Warriors probably overachieved, all things considered, with Andrew Wiggins playing a 20-plus game disappearing act. Here's someone who's been through the shit. (laughs) Oakland Soldier, 85-20. I lived through the Danny Fortson era, D. Bruce. See, you know, man. You know, you get it. You get it. You go through that, you realize this ain't half as bad as it used to be. Well, I don't know what to say. Other than never go full jaff. Super chats are worthless. Maybe to you, dickhead. Ain't worthless to me. Certainly appreciate that. Certainly appreciate it. You don't have to. You don't have to give. You can just sit there and listen and comment and have a good old time. I'm not asking for anything, but I'm certainly appreciative of everything. Kind of like the way Warriors fans should be about this team. You know, what what did you want? Did you want to have a fucking dynasty that lasted a decade and won four championships? Did you really want that? Because if you did, you got that. You know what every other generation of Warriors fans ever got? Not that. Nothing even close to that. When this team, before it drafted Steph Curry, all they were were the Golden State Warriors. Since drafting Steph Curry, they've become the most valuable NBA team on the planet and have a dollar amount attached to them that used to only be attached to the Dallas Cowboys. Was this never go full, Jeff? I'm more upset with Damon. Get the fuck out of here, Jeff. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? You don't have to watch, sweetheart, if you can't handle the reality of it all. No time for bitches and pussies. Get the fuck out of here. You know, uh, if you're having trouble processing this because you're all in your emotions, get the fuck to bed. Go to bed, sweetheart. 
Adults need only apply. Never go full Jeff. I'm going to say you're clearly in your emotions tonight. But if you keep on messing with me, I'll block your ass and forget about you. I'm not here for suckers. This is my this is my my shit now. We can do this with you. We can certainly do it without you. Don't make me go DEFCON 1. Don't make me go DEFCON 1. You don't want that. You'll be lonely without me. You'll be a dumber sports fan without me. I mean, wait until you hear all the excuses and bullshit that I'm sure 95-7 the game will be offering up. Uh, we're not offering excuses or bullshit. We offer the truth. Some people can't handle the truth. You know? Not all of you are built out to watch sports and really root at sport for sports at the highest level if you can't handle your loss. You know, great players, Hall of Famers, dynasties, they all end up losing. There is no sports story that ends with, and all they did was win forever, and everyone went home happy every night. Grow the fuck up. With that, we're going to finish this cup, this, this glass of whiskey. Yeah. Woo. You know what I think we need? I think we need a little more. We're just going to go neat from here on out. Ooh. 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 Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep it tame. We'll keep it tame. Gabriel, thank you very, very much. The dynasty window is open as long as Prime Curry's on the roster. Again, Prime Curry is gone. This is good, Curry. This is fantastic, Curry, but Prime Curry? Prime means you're in the prime of your career. This man is no longer at his age in the prime of his career. He's still very good. He's still officially not going anywhere. But the prime is gone. And that's okay. That's okay because let me tell you, at the end of his career, Steph Curry is still better than any other Golden State Warrior you ever rooted for. Except for a few minutes of like, you know, run TMC and the best of that and the best of we believe. But still, Steph Curry is a more significant winner and entity and NBA presence than any of those guys. You know, the only thing that run TMC really had was a great nickname. A really great nickname. A couple great players, don't get me wrong, but the nickname, without that, they wouldn't be remembered half as fondly as they are remembered. By the way, if you think messing with me is going to cause you static, it's Mrs. Pluse you need to worry about. Did Jillian put put Jeff and never and never go full Jeff in timeout? I threatened to do it. She actually did it. I guess she did. 
There you go. Right there. Samuel is like Jillian with the hammer. Again, we're not here for any bitch figures on a rough night for everyone. It's for adults only. Lifting baby lemon in the air to congratulate him. Okay, I I will take your word for it. I don't actually get to see your stickers, but I'm glad you got a super sticker. Thank you very much for the five spot. Again, thank you very much for the five spot. Layer two chains. The birthday shout out earlier from me and Gianna. Indeed, it was our pleasure, man. Happy birthday to you. I wish the Warriors gave you a little bit of a better present tonight. What Casey Schmidt do? I wasn't even watching. What Casey Schmidt ended up doing tonight? What do we got here? Baseball season starts now. I guess this is Casey Casey Schmidt's team. The Schmidt House. The Brick Schmidt House. Schmidt's Creek. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. There we go. Larry, drinking with the Ploos. Thank you very much, Larry. Good to have you here. Bottoms up, pal. Look, it's too bad. A few more notes here because we're not just going to go ahead and cry over spilt milk all night long. I think I'm going to eventually maybe throw an ice cube in there and then uh, join Larry Kruger for a little bit over on the Krug show as he has a post-game show with a cast of 35 people. But I thank you for being here. My biggest takeaways from this entire, not just evening, this game, this series, but from the entire year and we're going to have a lot more time to examine what the moves might be as you know, players and opportunities hit the market and start presenting themselves as options for the Warriors to pursue. There's a lot that has to happen before we even know what the Lakers' moves could, could possibly be. Biggest takeaways from all of this is simply that Clay. Clay only gets to stay for a major discount. I mean, that's that's really where we are here. There can be no max extension for Clay, and if he's asking for it, if he can find it from another team, God bless him, go get it. But I just don't think that the Warriors can pay him for fond memories at this point in time. Uh, Draymond now gets to make a call on his player option. That decision is going to be very interesting. You know, is is Clay going to look at the Golden State Warriors as a franchise that he would be foolish to shed himself of? Will he look at the Golden State Warriors as the team that it is now time for him to walk away from? Will he look at the Golden State Warriors as a team where he decides, I never want to play anywhere else, and what I want to do is opt out to sign back up? for a multiple-year deal with the Warriors, add a little more tacked-on guaranteed money to retire a Warrior to finish out his career with Curry, but you know he's going to have to change some things about his game for that to really be worth it for them. You know, I hate to say that 
The most intensity we saw out of Draymond Green at times in this series was directed towards officials. He had one really good game. One really good game. Poole and Kaminga, you know, until further evidence, until further notice, I think the two of them needed to be be regarded as damaged goods. You know, Poole is damaged because of how he played, and Kaminga is damaged because of how he wasn't played at all. It's a, it's a tough reality for both of those guys, and you know, reinvesting and buying back into the Warriors is an option. Moving on, uh, you know, Kaminga's team, Kaminga asking for a trade. Uh, this team thinking that it it might have to trade Jordan Poole. Tough moves, but who knows? I, I don't know what remains in either player at this particular time. They both sort of have to reprove themselves. Jordan Poole obviously has been, you know, locked up with a contract that is significant. Jonathan Kaminga's got a, what, a fourth-year option coming up real soon? What are the Warriors going to do there? They obviously decided we don't believe in him. Meanwhile, to look at this just from a Lakers standpoint for a minute, I mean, I remember this team was 2-10. and ten. They were a punchline. Everyone was going to talk about how they weren't even going to qualify for the play-in tournament. Russell... Russell Westbrook was a mistake that left them so strapped to make any moves as long as he was on the roster it felt like they were going to be dead on arrival with him they trade him they're able to move him rob palenka basically turns around to lebron james and says look man you just go be a superstar basketball player i'm going to be a general manager you do your job i'm going to do my job and let's see if we don't get better as a team overall if that happens they got a lot better. Since the trade deadline, since mid-February, the Lakers are one of the best teams in all basketball. And they remain that. They're still playing like that right now. It's a hell of a turnaround. You know, uh, how, how many times have we heard, you know, the last thing that LeBron can really do for the Lakers is represent some trade value? I mean, I smart people, non-screamers, people who are actually trying to cover this league through the prism of reality and rational thought, thought like that. And look at where he is now, standing in the Western Conference Finals. I will say this, Indiana had a very good day landing the Duke five-star. At least I got that going for my basketball afternoon. Wayne, thank you very much. Damon, this is why your show is awesome. You tell the truth. I wish people would face it and accept it. I mean, if you don't like just some reality dropped on you, this is not going to be the show for you. Jeff, welcome back. Behave yourself. We can all be friends. But don't you go fucking with my money. 
there we go. Jillian put him in timeout and let him out. Super stickers are weird. I agree. Super stickers are weird. I don't know what happened with birds, lemons, and that thing. Dude, I don't I don't know. I can't see the actual stickers. It's let's be honest, this whole thing is weird. But it's the new world. It's the new medium. Whole thing's weird. It's a weird year for the Warriors. Gabriel, thank you very much. Super chatting. Steph is still elite. That's all that's needed. Well, it's not. I mean, this year is proof that that is not all that's needed. You've got to have a basketball team, just not one basketball star. That's just the truth of it. It's just the truth of it. (laughs) Black and Damon is on fire. Look, we're just sipping. We're not feeling it. We're just enjoying it. And again, when it comes to thinking about the Warriors, your feeling of disappointment is fine. This whole I'm angry about everything is a child's reaction. How can you be anything other than grateful and proud of what they were able to hold on to as long as they were able to hold on to it? You know, teams don't stay well forever. They don't stay good forever. Where are we? Where are we? We need more veteran leadership coming off the bench. We also need a big who can finish around the rim. Look, there's enough veteran leadership in your starting five to where I don't know why you need someone else. Uh, you know, you, you need to develop some young players that turn into real NBA entities, not a whole bunch of used to have it's coming off your bench. I, you know, I agree with the second part of your statement that you need a big who can finish around the rim. That's what James Wiseman was drafted to be. He never turned into that. That's frustrating. You know, where this season unraveled, I, I, you, you could trace it back to the Draymond Green punch of Jordan Poole. If you want to go back further than that, you could trace it back to, you know, they, they, they stuck too long on an investment that wasn't paying off on James Wiseman and maybe should have traded him for some veteran presence while he'll, he still remained a bit of a mystery. Um, but it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Depot, thank you very much. Yeah, that, that, that Wiseman pick hurt. And, you know, the fact that they were able to mask the mistake of the Wiseman pick by winning a title last year uh, was, you know, look, you, you can't complain about the title that you won. We, uh, you can't complain about the title that you won. Because they won a championship with James Wiseman on the roster. But unfortunately, that was a, a false positive of this team has been built correctly.
Never go full Jeff. I'm just going to tell you right now, you need to disengage, brother. You need to disengage. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You need to calm down. Talk to me all you want. Start talking shit to my wife. That'll be it for you. I gave you a response. Not worth the most. First of all, I'm not asking you for anything. If you give me something and uh, I, I appreciate it, I'm sorry if I missed it. Calm down. Everyone's in their emotions tonight. I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, it's a, it was a weird, weird year for the Golden State Warriors. It was a disappointing year for the Golden State Warriors. Now, here's a question. And thank you very much, Rob. Super chatting. Big cake right there. Uh, if the Lakers win it all, am I required to subscribe to Nick Wright? <laughs> Look, you know, for once, Nick was right about the Warriors' demise. For just once, Nick was right. Good for him. I'm sure he'll victory lap it. It was a rough night for Warriors fans. Disappointment is absolutely available to you. But anger, screaming, getting all up in your emotions let's all let's all be appreciative of what we just got and what we just got was the single greatest decade of competition seen in these parts since what the heydays of the 49ers you know that's that's championship after championship after championship after a evolutionary ability to redefine excellence not just for them but the entire sport yeah the giants and their three titles were fantastic but let's be totally honest those three titles didn't change anything about the sport of baseball they were all kind of just holy shit they got hot at the right time level of championships and there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to appreciate you don't you don't have to apologize for the championship that you win ever. But those were never great dominant teams. This was a truly great dominant team. Is this my old intern, Allen? Dropping a 35er? Dude, roll tide if this is Allen who went to Alabama. As long as this ownership spends big money over the long term and dedicated to being a top organization, I'll continue to have confidence. Here's the thing. It's a point where it's not about just spending a lot of money. It's about spending smart money. You know, you can't go chasing excellence by paying for warm memories. And tough choices are absolutely going to be looked at and confronted this offseason. There's no doubt about that. Will Bob Myers be the guy pulling the t- trigger on these tough choices? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was a fascinating year. It was a year where 
every minute they gave you a reason to believe, they would turn around and the next minute give you a reason to not believe. And that's that's what they were all year long. One step forward, two steps back. I picked the Lakers to win tonight. I thought that they were going to win tonight. I thought that their best punch against the Warriors at home would be enough to beat them as they were built using all the data points that we saw this year. And sure enough, I hate being right about it, but I was right about it. The Warriors were never really even in this game tonight. They got their doors blown off right away. A 555, Sugar Shane, thank you very much. I've enjoyed you since the 1050 days. I am most curious if Bob Myers sticks around. How can you be upset with four championships? Perspective. Perspective indeed. Perspective indeed. Four titles in a decade. Unbelievable run. The best you know, show on sports, the, be- the best show on TV, Steph Curry, remains on this TV going forward with the Warriors. Who you put around him, how this team is built and constructed around him going forward will be the question of this offseason, and it will be absolutely fascinating. Thank you for being here tonight. Thanks again to the Golden State Warriors for an unbelievable run. An unbelievable run that was really earmarked with, you know, an awful lot of class and an awful lot of evolution and an awful lot of basketball used to be played like this and now will be played like this going on forever. They've changed the sport. But the sport also caught up with them just a little bit. There's no doubt about that. One more on the way out. Camillo, thank you very much for hopping in that super chat. Thanks to all of you for being in the chat tonight. Thanks to all of you for everything you've done here to support uh, you know, the plus and the beginning of what I do believe will go on to be daily the smartest sports conversation you're going to have around Bay Area teams, and it will grow beyond Bay Area teams because I'll tell you, the one thing the Internet does is reach well beyond the Bay Area. And we're going to have an awful lot to still talk about and cover. There will be a championship crowned in the NBA, and I'm looking forward to it. But the Warriors will not wear the crown. Not this year. In order to be the king, you got to beat the king. And I'm not talking about LeBron. I'm talking about the Warriors. Who were beaten fair and square. Although, boy, they they shot a lot of fucking free throws. Just going to leave it at that. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Have a great night. I'm going to pop over, say hi to Larry Kruger for just a little bit, and then wrap it up and spend the rest of my weekend not worrying about anything other than a wonderful mother's day hopefully you wish your mother your wife the mother of your children if you got them the very happiest of mother's day thank you for tuning in 
It was great having you here. A little emergency session was absolutely needed. If you missed any of this, we'll put it up as a podcast so you can listen to it this weekend and maybe just a little bit of rational thought and clarity will wash over Warriors fans. And by the time Monday rolls around, everyone will be still disappointed that the ride is over, but happy that they got tickets to ride on a ride that lasted as long as this one did. But it needs to be tuned up and in a different fashion than what we know. Running it back is no longer the way to go about operating this business. And in a way, that is a suggestion that the dynasty is over. If the Warriors are able to win another title in the Steph Curry era, it won't be quite like this or with this mix. Things are going to have to change. And I think we all see that. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for dropping a little change in the jar if you indeed did. And if you didn't, that is fine. It is wonderful having you here. Just your presence means an awful, awful lot. Please go ahead, like this bad boy, subscribe, tell your friends about it. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Have yourself a great night. And one more time to the Warriors. Bottoms up. <laughs> ah! Ah! Indian. Woo! God, that's good. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's a little drunk.